When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this More Business, More Life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by uh, Melissa Barrett and Giovanni Godina. And again, I'm Steve Noplaton. Um, Stephanie Better gives us all her love, but she's not joining us today. And we are talking about choice today. So we've talked about our core purpose. We've talked about our core values and what they mean to us. But then how do we choose to let that come into our life? And when things get hard, how do we choose to do it different? How do we choose to make it easier? How do we choose to make it happier, to bring more joy in our life? And sometimes it's not easy. And we talk about that as well. So let's jump into how do we choose the change that we want in our life right now? On this episode, so what we've gone through uh, since we started season two is we talked about our core purpose. You know, what is more business, more life to us? You know, we are doing this because we want to help as many people have the freedom that they desire. And then we, uh, then the episodes after that, we talked about our core values which is love, including everyone and everything, gratitude, appreciating all results, emphasis on all, even the ones we don't want, and growing that everything in life is feedback so that we can make new decisions and new choices so we can grow. And then we come to freedom, achieving the success we want without sacrificing. And you might say, how is that possible? Keep listening. We're going to break those paradigms that we have to sacrifice. Now, it doesn't mean that sacrifices don't happen or pain doesn't happen in our life. We learn from those moments. There is learning from pain. But to say no pain, no gain and have that absolute is not true. We gain from a hug. You know, so notice that it doesn't have to be painful to gain. Um, So we can have our freedom without success. And if you're having without sacrifice, we can have our success without sacrifice. And and that leads to the next one is fun. And that is important. That's a core value because joy is, uh, we want joy in all that we do. That's an indicator that we're on track. When we're not on track, we're going to experience things. It's just like life. We put our hand on a hot uh, grill. It's going to want to retract immediately like it's going to want to take our hand away from the you know the harm that could happen to ourselves and this is happening internally as we're making decisions so when you start to become more attuned when we slow down that's why we like turtles when we slow down enough to be more aware we can make better decisions have less harm in our life and to others 
and we can live a better life. And that's why joy is an indicator of being on track. When we're in joy, most likely we're on track. And then our final value is equal to all the others. It does, just because the last one does not mean anything. It's very important. It's together. Together, we all go farther and, and we do it with less effort because many hands make light work and it allows us to go farther. As the African proverb says, if you want to go somewhere quickly, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And for the majority, that is true, right? If you're, I know when I travel alone, I get through the airport security a lot faster than when I have my children with me. Go figure, right? And then everyone needs a lot more help. Uh, actually, they're growing up and uh, they're, they're, uh, they're doing a lot on their own these days. So I'm very, very happy about that. Although I do miss the little ones. Uh, they grow up so fast. So these things are what's included. So we thought on today's episode, that we would take all this. Now that we said all this over the last, you know, six, seven episodes, how you might be asking yourself, I'm listening to your, to this show, Steve, more business, more life. And I'm not sure how all this pieces together and that's okay. You know, a lot of people say that even about love, they're like, how can love be about business? Now we did talk about that, but what we thought we'd do today is kind of bring all this together. You know, so when we think about all these things, things how does it allow us it it takes all these elements and more to really have more business and more life and if you really think about it if you bring love to the table you're going to include more you're going to be a, a softer uh not as abrasive not as quick to judge right we can we we talked a lot about judgment today that's going to be another episode <laughs> i promise and it's not just judging others it's judging ourselves but you know love ourselves, love others, then it's going to make business and life a lot more enjoyable. And then, it, yeah, I'm just doing a quick rundown. Then if we look at gratitude, if we find what to be grateful for, instead of, again, judging others and being upset with them, you know, I always say, don't hate, celebrate, right? Like celebrate the goodness. Everyone has good. There's no all bad. There's no all good. That's why yin and yang, you know, even if you look at that yin and yang symbol and you see the the dark side inside there is light and on the light side inside there there's dark and and you can't even see we wouldn't even understand light and dark if we didn't have you know nighttime and daytime you know it'd be all the same so you know there's reasons for seasons and there's reasons for day and night and there's there's the, you know, sometimes we don't love and appreciate what we have until it's not there. And I can relate to that deeply right now because I lost my ability to walk and move my arms and move my face and blink my eyes as I had Guillain-Barre syndrome. And so you appreciate moving really quick. You appreciate blinking your eyes because if you don't blink your eyes, you, what I learned in this, you will lose your vision because you can't wet your eyes and your eyes will dry and your, the, uh, I guess the cortex or whatever will, will break and you'll lose your vision. Simple things like that, that we take for granted. Blinking. Wow. So, and then you go down the line, freedom, fun, together, all these things accentuated our life. You know, so if we put them present and that's why I think we want to start to play together today, how can we bring these into our present life? And, you know, sometimes if you're just like learning or experiencing these things you might even want to try just focus on love one day focus on gratitude one day focus on um you know the growth what are you learning today what uh what 
what thing is free for you? Like what thing's not free? Like what thing do you feel outside of your freedom? Um, noting these things down can be the start of a new quest, a new part of your life. And then, and then going down the line, where are you having fun and where are you not having fun? You know, you see this go and it all comes out. And then where are you working together or where are you feeling, you know, opposition? And you know what I, you know, I just popped in my head, Giovanni Melissa is choice. If you think about all these things, it's choice. How do we choose? Do we choose the love? Do we choose to be grateful? Do we choose to grow or, or, be, or be pissed off, right? Like, oh, today didn't work out the way. Okay, well, you could choose to be really mad at yourself, at the world, at the person that cut you off on the freeway. Or you could say, hey, what can I learn from this, right? We can choose to, you can choose not to be free. I know many people, including myself, where I created my own jail. I took my own freedom away by my actions and my thoughts. And then, you know, continue down. I, I chose to not have fun. I know there are times I could tell some story where I took fun away from my life. I chose to make it harder. And sometimes we do this subconsciously. So again, don't beat yourself up and say, I'm terrible. I can't choose right. It's not always conscious. Sometimes it's below. It's that subconscious, like a, like a knee-jerk reaction. It's just the way that you grew up or the way that you were trained. And then together, we could choose to be together or we could choose to be alone. And if you have a choice, if you feel like you don't have a choice, then we should become even more aware. But when you have choice, I for one, I'm really passionate about this. And Melissa and Giovanni know that as well. What would you say, Melissa and Giovanni, like how do you choose these things? When we talk about our value and we talk about our core purpose, and I know there's probably many layers. We could do many episodes. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, how do you choose to incorporate this or choose in a moment of time, you know, where you could go down to for like a fork in the road and you could go one way or the other. And one way you might not be as happy and the other way, do you notice, do you slow down enough to notice it? Do you not notice it? I mean, like I'm open to hear your thoughts around how do we choose these things in our life more? What do you think? Well, it's a great question. I think for me, based on a lot of work that we've done together, I think the first thing I focus on is intention because it gives you a gauge, I think, for where do you want to go and where are you intending to go? So um, then it makes kind of choosing a pathway a little bit easier because Ideally, you at least have some prioritization or some intention of where you want the end to be. And if you don't, then I actually try to go back. You know, I think my son asked me a question the other day and he was like, he's working on a business. Do I pick, you know, like my schoolwork or my entrepreneurial duties? And I'm like, you got to do them both. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, okay think about the deadlines. What do you need to do first? And, you know, so it, to me, a lot of it has to do with your own intention. And I think a lot of times you have to go inside yourself and do the work inside to know what your intention is. Cause I think it's so easy to just be distracted and not focus on your specific intention as a person as opposed to, you know, what you're trying, you know, what you're trying to do per se. And you just distract yourself with, well, I need to go here and do this as opposed to 
you know, what do what do I really intend with this particular, you know, decision? I think that's great. And maybe even to share a little bit more, Melissa, because when you think of intention, sometimes we forget that and we get caught up in the actions, as you're saying, and then we're just doing something. And then we wake up one day and like, what the heck am I doing? So if you, so how do you bring yourself? I mean, is it just a remembering? Do you have like indicators in your life? So you remind yourself, what's my intention? Because you really have to pause and go one layer deeper and then maybe a lot of actions will disappear you're like well i don't have to do that because it's not part of my intention exactly exactly i mean now i have a you know it's a, it's a daily practice for me to wake up think about my intention for today and then really focus on and then do meditation and and not only do the meditation you know take some time in that quiet time and then listen to what my mind does after that you know that infinite intelligence of you know like what should I be doing I I intend to do this but where am I actually going what am I actually doing and how is today going to make a difference in that journey but I think the other thing is you know sometimes we forget to enjoy the journey because we're so focused on getting to the goal um, and you wake up and you go, oh, my gosh, it's like 50 years later, you know, a year later or whatever. It's like you said, you know, it's like your kids grow up so fast, you know. Yeah. I wish I could the or emphasize what Melissa said was that it's a practice, right? Like it's it's we'll get better with time and it's not going to be perfect every single day. But it's just like being aware of it, of the choices and decisions to do it and like for me i'm more and more noticing like i'm like i'm in some kind of transition in my life right now because it's like it just feels like this chaos that's going on in life right now for me and it's just like just pausing and trying to pause and during those moments and just like sit and like okay like what's going on what would i like right kind of just paying attention to all the stuff that you teach um and really use it in my life and it's 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 kind of like it's that forgiveness thing we were talking about this earlier, but the forgiveness of, you know, if a day doesn't go the way you want it to go or didn't go the way you want it to go, or it's not starting the way you wanted to start or whatever it is, but just like pausing like, okay, like what's going on? I think really taking stock of how you're feeling. That's like a big indicator, right? It's one of our things. Of, if you're not having fun in what you're doing, like you should really stop and just think about it. Like, okay, why am I not having fun? And is whatever I'm doing, I don't know if like worth it or, or is there another way to do it where I can be enjoyable? Cause I mean, you could cook some pasta on the stove and have your hand on the stove and it'll get cooked. Well, your hand will as well. Right. But like, is there, is there a better way? Yeah. Don't put your hand on the stove. Right. Have some music on yeah. the background instead and just like put it in there and just have some fun making it and get your hand off the stove. But there's a lot of people who, metaphorically have their hand on the stove while they're cooking right going and it's like like no this is the way it's done this is how it has to be no pain no gain giovanni yeah the, the no pain no gain yeah. yeah it works right i mean it there are people who've done it like you say see there's people who who just are like yeah yeah just pushing through it just hitting those rocks and like you'll get through it you'll it'll work you know um maybe actually not everybody because you need to say like they say um those like, like those who work hard, you know, are successful. Like you can look at 
tons of different uh, blue collar people who work their butts off, right? They work really, really hard and they're struggling, right? So I think kind of comes to the that intention that you said, like Melissa was saying, intention and and really focusing on what emotions are coming through from what you're doing. So if it doesn't feel right, then your body's probably telling you there's something going on that you should pay attention to. Work doesn't equal success. It can, but it's not like a moratorium. It's not like a absolute. And so you can see people like to your point, Giovanni, working really hard and they have less. And you can see people that work very little and they have lots. So what's that? Then you go like, what the heck happened? Right? Like, how did that happen? Well, it's a mindset. And it also is coming back to the awareness that both of you are bringing up to slow down enough to be aware that, hey, maybe this isn't the smartest way to do this. You know, and I think an easy answer for most of our lives is to put more hours in. That's the easy answer. It's like, oh, I'll just work more. Well, okay, you can. You can do that. That's a choice. Yep. And you have that choice. Or you can pause, like you were both saying. And Melissa, you brought it up great to like reflect. What is my intention? Why am I doing this? What thing is going to come from this? Is this good for me? Is it not good for me? Do I want this? Do I not want this? Yeah, those are some great questions that are just driving into work without thinking about it, just being numb to the world and not know what's going on. And then to give a little pause. And like you said, meditate and listen and then say, okay, is there a better way? There's always another way. There's always another way. So if that's true, if there's always other ways to do things, then why would we not take pause? And I, I heard one spiritual teacher, I think it was Yogananda, who wrote the book, um, Autobiography of a Yogi. And he said, you know, meditation and spiritual quest should be thought of as becoming a great pianist. Like you don't even meditation. People think it's so simple. You just sit there and, you know, okay, what is there to learn? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot to learn. And it takes practice going back to what both of you said. And, you know, and so, and that was a great line. And, and I'm also learning piano. So I resonated with that. I'm like, oh yeah, I know how hard it is to learn piano. And maybe even that's my mindset, how hard it is, but it is getting easier. I think the hard part was letting myself not be good. I think as we become adults that are learning new things, we tend to automatically think that we should be good right away. And so it's hard sometimes for us to say, oh, I'm not so good at this, and uh, but I want to do it. So I'm going to keep going. And then you play Mary Had a Little Lamb a bunch of times, and then you learn something else. And then one day you can play for Lease. So, um, you know, it's meditation and these thoughts we're talking about is that same level of practice. You know, so how, how do you, so coming back to choice, how do you choose that? Because we all have good days and bad days. You all, we all do it and then we don't do it, uh, you know? Um, so what would you say to folks that are like trying some of these things out for the first time and then they have good days and bad days? Like what, what we, I know we all went through it. So how do you move past that? Or even if we're in it now, like how, how do you deal with it? Well, I tend to live my life without regret. At least I try. I always give myself the benefit of the doubt that says if I, I will try to make the best decision that I can with the information I have right now. And if that information changes, then I probably can change my mind or do something different, right? Uh, most of the time you can, there are times that you can't, you know, if you're like a surgeon, 
um, you know, doing brain surgery or something, you can't really necessarily make a choice and and change your mind, you know, an hour later. But but most of the time, you know, I really just give myself the benefit of the doubt. And then guess what? I wake up the next day and if I need to choose again, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't think that was the right thing. Let me change it do something different. So um, that's the one thing about living in this life. You you have free will. You know, you can change your mind and choose differently. Even the surgeon though, right, Melissa? Because what if they open it up and they're like, oh my gosh, this is wrong, wrong. Exit, exit, stitch it up. Let's get out of here. This is the not the, this is not the solution. <laughs> A great surgeon can admit. Yeah. They, I, I think we and that's the thing, right? We all have to admit, oh, maybe that wasn't the right way. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, that's right. Go along those lines, I would say it I think for me, like a lot of stuff just comes down to noticing, right? Like if you're first trying this stuff out, it's just noticing what what it feels like. What does an off day feel like for you? Um, I don't like to say there's bad days because they're just off days. But yeah, it's just like it's it's trying to find that pause in something. I mean, we go through, I think a lot of us just go through the daily motions, right? You just get in a routine, like you wake up at a certain time, you do something as soon as you get out of bed and you do something else, right? Like you just have this routine and you're just like on autopilot. And so then I think when people really start to get woken up from that routine, it's just noticing, cause like I think people don't realize too that like the current routine that you have has taken you a long time to establish, right? We think that like just over time, we're like, adding things on and we're just kind of going and then when you try to what people really want change in their life they like are shaking things up and want things to change like abruptly and, and like instantly and it's like hey you created this routine these patterns for years of your life unconsciously some consciously most unconsciously and for us to change those it's going to take time and kind of get back to what you were saying steve about playing the piano like we want to be good at it right away right? in our society we want things instantaneously right like it's like every technology out there is kind of catering for instantaneous gratification, right? Like we're always want things now. And so when we're trying to change ourselves, we want things to change now, um, not realizing that it's taken us years, if not decades to create who we are today. So I think it comes for me, it's always coming back to just to noticing like, okay, if you're trying to change your patterns and change your daily routine and noticing and choosing, it's like, stopping to just like okay i know i don't want to do this i want to do this and it's going to take time right i think the um what is it the you know how to build a habit actually i heard it's actually different for different things like they say like you know it takes 21 days to build a habit it takes 90 days to build a habit and i think it just depends on what your what habit you're trying to break or trying to create a new one of right if it's something that's going to take you a long time to get to do it's going to take longer time to do if it's like something that's really simple and easy to do within you can do within a couple of days so i think it's again just kind of coming back i'm bringing it all together is it's just the noticing of whatever it is that you want like how you want to act how you want to feel uh, i'm currently going through it right now I was like i woke up today and i was just like dude something's not right like i feel i feel awesome i just negative thoughts just everything's kind of i don't know it's just kind of blah I was like, what is going on? Like, this is not, this is not who I am. It's not how I am. And just I try to take those moments and my kid's home today. And so like, there's not many moments to take that I can just pause for a moment 
or two and it's it's like okay those seconds that you can just like taking a, a breath um just trying to be and i'll be honest with you like i'm still in the thick of it right now i'm just like oh man i feel kind of blah right now as i'm talking but which is funny because that actually kind of helps like you're just talking about it right just like getting things out mm-hmm. but it's noticing like i'm stopping to notice like as i'm going through the, the thoughts i'm just like noticing wow that thought does not really one serve me it doesn't feel good and it's like what would i like what would i like instead and yeah yeah so noticing yeah so let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast. And Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about WOW clients, WOW partners. And Pro Audio Voices is a WOW partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. I think I've said this before on our podcast on another episode, but I think it's an English proverb. Here I am with Mr. Proverb over here. I never thought I'd be the one quoting all these things, but I have it in my office, but I can't quite see it from here. But it says, just when the caterpillar, I'm doing this from memory, so I might be a word off, but just as the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly. And so sometimes in these bigger growth moments, you know, it might be years, like you said, Giovanni, years of development and things. And then right before some massive transformation, we tend to feel in the darkest point. It's just interesting. So that that proverb has rang true for me. And and I think it does come back to slowing down. And and kudos to you, Giovanni, like to show up. Like you don't feel good, you could have not showed up. And and Melissa and I would have been here together, but you showed up. You are finding those moments in between uh, with your daughter. Like, so you can just take a moment to take a deep breath, you know, anything that you can get. I mean, so, so you are doing it. Like you're taking all the lessons you have learned and you're doing the best you can to incorporate it into your day. So I, I say, you know, good job. And, and success. yeah, success, <laughs> even though it feels, and it's weird, right? Cause here we are saying success and I love it. Melissa, so thanks for bringing that in. When it doesn't feel like that, but it really is because you're using the tools to get through because we're all going to have, that's why there's never all, all light and there's never all dark. And, you know, we're going to, some days are going to be leaning one way or the other. And it's these tools that help us navigate. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so interesting because Giovanni brings up the point of, you know, kind of feeling off and the, and just the level of chaos and change and, because there's so much going on around us. And now there's such a stream of information that never stops. I mean, it never stops. And there is this negativity bias that we have. You know, our brain kind of, I think, kind of moves almost immediately into that negativity space. And it's, you know, we want change, but change is threatening, right? I mean, and so I think what's interesting is that we have to we have to really kind of ground ourselves in a way that maybe we haven't before, especially, you know, now with and we can talk about pandemic and all that. I don't think we're going to know how much the pandemic has impacted us for years to come and 
it's just amazing to me to, even when we talk about success, sometimes success can just be getting out of it. I mean, after my husband passed away, it was like, you know what? It was a successful day because I got up and made myself breakfast, whatever. And so, you know, your life changes, you know, and seasons change. And so what may be a success for you today, you look back two years from now and your success is totally different. Yeah. All of this comes back to knowing yourself because you're, you're right. Like Melissa, with all the streams of information, what's true? What's not true? It's starting to be really hard, really hard to know. I, I think the only way we really know is to go back to self. Like we have to go back to our inner truth meter. You know, I think we, I think you really do know, like, you know, it's like, if you think about if you ever gone into a room and you're like, it's something doesn't feel right. I'm going to leave. Like if you've ever been to a party or some engagement, you're like, I don't like how it feels here. I'm going to, I'm going to go on my way. I'm going to go home or whatever. You know, you should listen to that instinct. And then if you like, uh, there's a rush Russian immigrants that my wife was just reading me a story about recently and their family was waiting for a train in Russia. And I forget the date. This is like early 1900s. And the lines were like crazy. So the man said, come on, honey. And he took his daughter and his son and his wife. And they went on a, a, a sleigh ride just for fun because they were waiting. We'll come back when the line's not as long. And then we'll make our destination. And it was one of the biggest massacres in Russia, Russian history. The, there was, the delay was on purpose. And then they killed everyone at the station. I forget the exact year. I should just read it to me yesterday. It's a horrific story to bring into think. But this man survived. So something inside made this intuition. And I'm not trying to make a bad thing a good thing, but I mean, we can in all of our lives, like listen to the other thing. So something inside said, let's leave. <laughs> let's leave. Um, let's leave. And then the same, like sometimes we could feel down and then you show up. So the opposite could be great too. And then you show up and there's life and we're breathing and we're together, right? And we're hugging each other and you come back to that love, right? Sometimes we need that. So, you know, when we're going through those dark moments that we're not alone, that, you know, um, so just take a deep breath. It's the first thing is do I choose to live? And if that comes back as a yes, then I think we need to all slow down enough to hear the truth coming from our heart. And that's why I think that's called our heart's desire. It's there for a reason. Like we're given indication. That's why joy is another value. So important to all of us. Uh, it's so important to me because it's my indicator that I'm on path. When I start losing joy, then it makes me slow down. So that's, this is, this is my mechanism. Doesn't feel right. Slow down. Pause. Okay. Reassess and then make new choices and that is, then we can live it all live in a lot more joy and with a lot less robotic action right or what other people tell us to do because what's their agenda you know and maybe we need to know maybe we don't need to know but i think i would say i would lean towards not knowing and go back to me if i had to choose i'm like okay i got to make this decision this is being said to me i'm hearing this in the news do I choose that or do I go meditate and listen to my heart? I would choose listening to my heart. And I think we all need to right now. We need to lean on that heavier because it's really confusing what to believe these days. Yeah. I was going to actually say when Melissa said there's like multiple streaming stuff, I was like, ah, uh, yes. And there's like the actual, your, your own streaming source of, yes. of what's there. Cause 
yeah, like you said, there's tons of stuff that's what's what's hard is that there's truth sprinkled in all the fake stuff and then and you know, like kind of vice versa. So like it's harder to decipher what is true and the quote unquote what's true. I mean, really your perspective is your own truth, right? Like the three of us can be looking at a painting, the exact same painting and have a different experience. And like, that's our truth. I would think was beautiful. And Melissa was like, oh, now that it has this in it. And then you come in with some knowledge that Jen told you, your wife, and she's like, oh, but did you guys know this? And I'm like, oh man, our, all our truths are different. Yeah. Um, but the kind of what you were just talking about, see, like, trusting yourself it's like that's the streaming you should probably listen to the most right and again i think that comes down to pause just noticing like because that's like one thing i'm trying to work on more and more on is is allowing that to kind of flow through because it's always going right it's always flowing yeah yeah it's like but i think isn't that the thing you listen to the least in a lot of ways you know you because you just it's like you don't feel like you are actually worthy of making the decision not worthy but like confident maybe, or I, I don't know what- For the some one... people might be worthy. For <laughs> yeah. some people might be confident. I mean, right? It's, it's I think Weird. our society, Western society, we're not, we're not taught to believe that anymore, right? Certain cultures heavily like, no, like you are intuitive people. Like, and I think a lot of Western, of Western society, it's, we outsource it, right? Um, not to go in like any kind of religion or bag on any specific one, but a lot of religion outsources that to a higher power, right? Where really you are the higher power. You have that ability within yourself. And not to say that it's bad or anything like that, but you, I was, I, I dated somebody and one of her cousins, I think it was his, her cousins, was just like really, really religious. And he's like, he's like, no, God will provide, but he didn't ever do anything. Like he just like, God will do, God will do, God will do. And then like, he was just kind of always in the same thing because he outsourced it. Not to say that it's like a bad thing, but he didn't do anything to help himself kind of get to a place. And like, I think that's, I don't know if I'm getting off topic on that, but like, I feel like a lot of people are taught to not believe in themselves. And it's the like thing. a misunderstanding. I, I get where you're going, Giovanni. Cause yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like that story that I often say where a man's in the ocean and, and He's, uh, is, a boat comes and, you know, they're praying, God, please help me. And a boat comes. And then they're like, no, God will help me. And they let the boat go by, you know, and later God says, I sent the boat, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you have to be worldly. Like, and that's what most, a lot of great spiritual teachers will say, yes, find spirit, you know, be with, uh, with God and everything and all this universal intelligence and be in the world, right? That's why cleanliness is godliness. And and that means more than just washing your skin. That's like be in your environment, do the things you're meant to do. But I think we're in an extreme thing in modern society where the activities are so great. And the uh uh it's not responsibility, but the um the impression upon us is that if we're not doing a lot of things, we're not doing good. And that that activity mutes our ability to pause and thereby hear that internal voice and have our own personal relationship with infinite, which then gives us all this information and that allows us to have that. And so, you know, in other societies, like you're saying, there are places in this world and I mean, you could go to a monastery and they're listening a heck of a lot more, right? I mean, and even that, like going, I brought up Yogananda on this podcast, but I love how he said it. He said, you know, 
he said he grew up in India. So he said that some spiritual people, they're so spiritual, they're missing the worldly things. And then he said when he came to America, he said they're so worldly, they're missing the spiritual things. And he said it's really both. We need to have both. If you take a whole life sitting in meditation, you'll learn some things. But there's, but if you and if you spend all your life in activity, you'll learn some things. But if you can actually have both, and that's kind of what we're always saying: it's the both, it's the and, more business and more life. In this, we can have rest and activity. And when right. you can have both, there's magic in that because we can take pause so that we actually are working smarter, not harder, we can actually take the right activity. So we're not saying eliminate activity. We're not saying that on this podcast. It's not like sit on the couch. Like you're saying that that person said, I'm going to sit here. God will take care of everything. I'm just going to sit on the couch. No, that's not what the, that's not what the words say. That's a misinterpretation. So we could take any one thing to extreme and a lot of extremes. That's what gets us in trouble, right? You look at some of the things that are craziest in the world they were brought to the extreme when if we could just find the middle i think we need to go back to that childhood story of, of goldilocks right the porridge is too hot oh it's too cold it's just right the chair is too big it's too small it's just right i mean man the wisdom in that book i mean we could just read that and then <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a life that is has that middle ground um and where we have enough pause to see clearly and then we take the right action instead of all the action. That's why I'm so adverse to grind. I'm not, I'm not so adverse. Like you do you, if that's what feels right and you want to grind, but what's the grind for? You know, I was thinking while you were talking that, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't like sweeping or cleaning up, you know, but you, it's a requirement as a kid. Well, what was in my household? You got to do your part in this house. You know, you live here, like do your part. And so there's times where I did not like it massive dislike but then i can know in my adult life where i wanted to be around some real estate investors and i remember one specifically they i was like hey i want to hang out with this person i want to ask them questions and i'm like what are you doing tonight they're like i'm cleaning a house so i can get it ready for a new tenant that's moving in tomorrow and i was like can i come help and they're like i don't need help i'm like really you don't need help how long is it going to take you they're like three hours i said well if i come wouldn't we be able to get it done in less than three hours they're like yeah that's right but why would you do that I said, I don't know. Let me be that my choice. I, I, I don't, you don't have to pay me anything. I just want to be there with you. And I just want to ask you questions. What we're doing is that okay? And they're like, oh, it's your choice. They thought I was crazy that I was going to give up three hours of my life. And, and then we got it done in an hour together, the whole thing. And I remember sweeping and I was like, this is the best sweeping ever. I'm getting all this knowledge. I'm asking questions. And then I even had this intent in, in feeling. I'm like, oh, someone's moving in here. I'm giving love here or I'm making it nice. So when they come in, they can have a clean house. And that was my best sweeping ever. But it comes back to what you said, Melissa's intention. You could be sweeping a floor and be in joy because I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm making the house better for another family. Like so many blessings instead of saying, I have to sweep, I have to sweep. I, I want to, I'd rather be doing something else. Well, no, like I'm, I'm making it better. Yeah. Comes back to choice. I, let's go into the hard space. How do you reset when you don't even want to make a choice? Like, you know, there's been moments I've been there too. And you're like, you can't even make a choice. Sometimes you're just so much in it. You know, what, what's your first thing? If you feel like, I, I don't know what to do, or it's so, it feels so dark. Or like, as you said, Giovanni, 
Well, I guess I'm going to direct this to you, Giovanni, first. That you you said today was chaos, and and it wasn't on. How did you muster it up to come here? You know, like what, what? How do you how do you deal with that? I don't know. That's a good question. I just you just do it. I mean, you just gotta. There is no right like rhyme or reason. Just like today, just you know, just getting up. Just like first thoughts were just like, what is going on? I just had a lot of negativity, and then it's like. I know just from past experience, the more I dwell on something, and I think it's probably for a lot of people, the more you dwell on it, or again, where attention goes, energy flows. So it's trying to get my head out of that space. And like, as you were speaking about the sweeping thing, which is kind of funny, like popped in my head as like, I'm like, yeah, when I was younger, I hated like manual labor, like any kind of, any kind of hard work. You hate it now, don't you? Actually, you know what? Like more and more, like I find that, there's something to doing something like you can kind of lose yourself in in whatever it is right yes Wash and i guess whatever or whatever yeah. yeah yeah i mean like i there's days i hate washing dishes <laughs> it's just like i'm like again like every day they're there what what is with dishes you know but it's like but something like that even doing something like that or oddly enough there's something for me about like sweeping that i literally like the other day i was like my god it's not too bad it's kind of funny like just follow the boards on the floor and just like make a little game out of it. But it's like, I think it's finding something in the moment to kind of get back to what you're saying, Steve, to distract yourself from whatever it is that that's kind of hard for you. Cause I, I, cause I think if you're just dwelling on it, like, just like, ah, I'm in this thing. I'm like, I'm in this thing. And like, all you're thinking about is like, I'm in this thing. You're not going to get out of it. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you got, I, I seem for me anyway, I had to find a way to focus on something different and like as you were talking actually that's the question i was like the first thing like in my head joking like like go to sleep like when you're like how do you how do you get out of it like like go to sleep and it could be one but one for me when i do that it's i get kind of more into it because like your my body needs to do something that to release that energy or get it to go away and so like for me sometimes sleep is good like you just need to clear your mind right you just need to let everything kind of just go so sometimes it works but a lot of times i find if like if I have too many days that doesn't have any kind of productivity, if you will, whether it's, you know, just cleaning something, making something, a hobby or whatever it is, then like the energy keeps going down because like the body's just like not doing anything. And I think in certain ways we do need to be kind of productive. Like again, kind of comes out of balance, right? You don't yeah. want to be overly productive. You don't want to be underly productive, but you want to have like some kind of movement in, in life, right? And for me, that's what I mean. Well, I just, this is beautiful. So what I'm hearing is it's a choice. Like, so that's where there's enough awareness that you're like, I'm not feeling right, but what's the choice I'm going to make? And sometimes it might be a nap. Some might be an activity. It gets your mind off things. Um, but it's all an activity. And, you know, I find that like, even today I'm drinking cacao as we're talking in this cup that I got from Addis Ceramics there. They make custom ceramics and they actually invited me to talk and speak about chocolate and gratitude and they called it gratitude in a vessel because they create the vessel and a lot of their cup i have a few of their cups and i love them so much i use them almost daily so that means i have to watch them daily and so you know uh, remember how we say our tagline choose gratitude create freedom and the more that i encompass that tagline in my life it's what reason it's our tagline choose gratitude create freedom, because it's what allows us to have it so when I'm in those moments, and that's what I'm kind of hearing you say, Giovanni, like it came loud and clear in my head, choose gratitude, create freedom. You're, we're choosing that. So as I'm washing this dish, I don't, I don't want to, but I can think of Addis. They made this cup for me. 
I could say thank you while I'm washing it. And thank you that I can drink this chocolate. And, and you know, even then I'm thankful that I can drink chocolate with my wife tomorrow because this cup is going to be clean when I wake up in the morning. And I can be grateful that it's all ready and ready to go in the morning. So I don't have to like look for a cup. It's like, and it's a special cup because they made it for me. And then, you know, then there's other dishes. I've even thought about this. I'm washing the dishes and a whole set of dishes that we have at our house is because my cousin had a catering company that they closed and they gave us all the dishes. So I'm like, thank you. Thank you for these dishes that I didn't have to buy. How this blessing come into my life? Thank you that I have dishes. Some people don't have dishes. Oh, thank you for the water that's coming through my pipe like a miracle. I don't have to go to the river. You know, I've heard of women that uh, in the old days when washing machines first came, I met a family and he said that his mom dared the washing machine because she didn't even know what to do with herself. She didn't have to hand wash all the clothes. She was just in so awe. It was like magic. She's just watching the machine. So, and, and, and my wife and I said, wow, that's interesting. Uh, my wife's name is Jenny. And she said, I've always seen those pictures of women sitting in front on a stool in front of the washing machine. I thought, what a weird picture. She's like, I've seen many of those pictures and she's like, I get it now. They, they, they were just sitting there with the wash because that they used to be washing. So just to sit there and rest, you know, that, like, you know, now it's like, oh, that picture makes more sense. They're sitting there in gratitude. They're like, thank you, machine. Thank you. Can you imagine just sitting there the whole wash cycle of your dishwasher? Thank you for washing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have to wash. Thank you, dishwasher. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, we don't think about that because it's so removed. But a hundred years ago, not everyone had a dishwasher. Still, people don't have dishwashers in the world. I mean, so if you're reaching for anything today, reach for gratitude then all the things that we think are difficult it just comes as relevant and then but it doesn't mean that we don't have hard times look at all of us i know the three of us feel gratitude a lot but we still have days where and then you know we have a choice so so the same question to you melissa what when you have those moments where you're not sure what to do like you know what's the for the listener and you know maybe we're we've thought about this a lot so maybe even let your mind go back a little bit, a couple steps back. Like, what was the first step that helped you navigate this to make, what, what, what was the choice? Like when you had a tough day, like how do you navigate that choice for a listener? Like what would the first step you would recommend? I would recommend stop and pause and breathe. Because, I mean, to me, when I have a rough day, I tend to have, I, I tend to go internal. So, you know, in my family, we have high blood pressure, so we internalize a lot. <laughs> and so when there's chaos going on, I tend to retreat and just be like, you know, what is really important and what do I intend for it to be? And so for me, it's, it's really all about what is the, you know, I've made a, different choices in my life at different times too. So, you know, my choices when I was 24 and my choices now, 30 years later, are different. When I was 24, anytime there was a choice between work and personal, work would win. Like absolutely never. I mean, that, my upbringing, my dad was a workaholic. It was all about work ethic. Now, I, I really spend time trying to figure out, like, do I really need that? Do I really want to do that? Is it really something that 
I need to do? And do I need to do it now? Or could it wait? You know, I ask myself, I think, more questions than I used to. And I'm not even sure that before I used to know what questions to ask. And now I, you know, I do spend, you know, like even just spending time with Steve, but Giovanni, I actually think about, you know, he's kind of one of those people that makes you think about when you're doing meditation and he's thankful for drinking cacao. And then he goes into, I'm thankful for the people that pick it and the people, the earth and the, you know, I mean, like you, sometimes you don't expand your mind that way. And, and so I find myself thinking about when I'm eating or, you know, going to the store, it's like all the people that go into stocking the store and packaging and, you know, like everybody that was involved in me eating this piece of pasta or whatever, you know, I mean, it's like, I, you know, I didn't necessarily used to think that way. I was, it was always like, thank you for this food or, you know, whatever. But it's like, you start really focusing on gratitude and then you go, wow, you know, like there is thanks for the sun and the moon and the stars. And, you know, like there's so much going on that we just go through life taking for granted. And so I think you change as your perspective changes and you realize what is really important. And then you begin to shift and make, you know, different decisions and really think and hear and understand yourself more. And I think that's the, that's the hard work. I want to hear, I would love to hear Steve, you, how do you actually make the choice? Because I know there are a lot of people that come to you and say, I don't know whether I should do this or that. The choice was different. I, I know in my younger years, I thought life happens, it sucks, and I have to deal with it. And the first pivotal book that I read was Think and Grow Rich. And the first like whole third of the book, the very beginning, I don't remember the exact page count or whatever, but it felt like a lot, was story after story of adversity and people making a decision to change their life. And it came clear, like what I, the number one first takeaway I took from that book was you can choose. Like, I swear to you, when I read that book, I wanted to run in the street with pots and pans and tell everyone, you can choose, you get to choose your life. And you know what? I guess I'm still doing that. <laughs> this is what this podcast is. I guess if we put a, a title to it, it would be choice. So first thing you have to do is realize you have a choice. That's, I mean, that's the first micro moment, right? Like, you have to believe you have a choice. Otherwise, you're going to sit in the mire. You're going to sit in the mud. You're going to sit in whatever adversity you have. You have a choice. And then the second thing that's become my superpower is gratitude. You know, I started to say it, but I want to reinforce it. It's like, it is everything. And I think we're in a modern society today where we undervalue labor. I mean, you know... We, we, like you want to take it to extreme, be grateful for plumbers. I mean, you wouldn't even have them sewer. Yeah. You wouldn't have that. Like New York, you know, like to talk about any big city, Chicago, uh, Sydney, Australia, right? You know, uh, it would be a mess, right? I mean, literally, I mean, people died in streets because people put their sewage out their window in the old days. We got to be grateful grateful for the person like people make fun of plumbers and you know what they make the, your house work 
What about electricians? What about people that move dirt? You know, and we make fun of the kids that play in dirt. Don't make fun of them. They might be making houses someday. They might drive a tractor. They might make a road so your car can run smoothly on there. Right? Like, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop judging and start being grateful. The thing is, so I do think of that, like, you know, the water kind of type, like every meal. So I think you said it best. So if there was another word to add on to grateful, it's pause. Because you can, it's hard to be grateful if you don't pause. It's hard to even have these thoughts that I'm talking about without pause. And that's why I wear a turtle pendant. That's why there's turtles on my desk. And I mean more than one because I have art of turtles. I have, you know, this is my daughter drew this. Uh, I'm showing a picture of a turtle that my daughter drew and colored. Then this is a photo or another uh, fine artist that paints and he gave me a postcard of one of a replica of one of his paintings of a turtle. I literally have turtles all around me because I have been, I grew up in modern, in the United States through modern society to work, 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 work. I came from immigrant families, work, 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 work. And it was not to slow down. And so I think the, I guess that's the biggest thing I can give you, Melissa, is to slow down, to be turtle enough to say, Okay, what's important? Like all the things that we said are layered into here because what do you do with the pause? So the first thing is to know you have a choice, number one. Number two, pause. That's the first choice to make, pause. If it doesn't feel right, if you're not doing it, even if you have to get something done, if you have to get, if you have to sweep the floor because guests are coming in 10 minutes and it's chaos, pause for one minute and I'll bet you the nine minutes you won't even need to sweep the floor. You're probably taking more time because of the energy around it. So number one, if I put an order in this a procedure, number one, you have, know you have choice and then take the choice. And the first choice I would take, pause. Second choice, notice what I'm grateful for and what wisdom comes from that. And then three, you can create your freedom. Literally our tagline, choose gratitude, create freedom, all comes from choice. And the big one is when I don't know, I ask for help. And that's one that's taken me years to learn, even through the last 19 months of my life with Guillaume Bray. I literally had no choice but to ask for help because I couldn't even get out of bed. And I noticed inside myself the parts of me that still didn't want to ask for help. How ridiculous I was in a wheelchair, you know, trying to get water with a glass and, and I couldn't even use my hands all the way and I'm still trying to do it myself. When there's four other people living in my house that love me and what would help me get a glass of water we do this to ourselves i i want to you know i appreciate there's so much more we could talk about this but i appreciate this conversation giovanni melissa and obviously we have so much more to share and that's why this is a podcast and not one episode where we're gonna have more coming your way in a good way i hope this is helpful i hope that find that our core purpose and our core values that we've shared over the last seven episodes, plus this one, making eight to choose. Now it's your choice to make a choice. You choose the life that you want. It doesn't mean that we're going to uh, eliminate hard times, but we can surely reduce them by our choice, by our pause, by our gratitude, by asking for help. And life can be a lot better. Um, but with that, I know we've come times. Is there any like quick little thing to add, Giovanni and Melissa, or are we uh, feeling a good conclusion on today? 
getting the nod from Giovanni. <laughs> so, um, Feels gratitude. That's it. That's the secret sauce. Um, that's not so much a secret anymore. I, I hear a lot <laughs> more people, a lot more people talking about joy and gratitude these days. Yes. It's we the sauce. It. They say it's the sauce. It's the sauce. Everyone wants gravy or sauce on our, you know, it's there. So blessings to all of you. Uh, thank you. We'll, we'll wish Stephanie well. Thank you, Giovanni and Melissa for uh, joining today. And we will, uh, I, we love your comments. Just last thoughts. Please comment. Let us know uh, what was the most valuable part of this today's podcast. Share with us. Ask us questions. Ask what you would like us to share about in future episodes. And if you really, really like this, please share it with someone else. We want to touch as many lives. Remember, our core purpose is to help as many people have the freedom they desire. And if you feel this helped you towards your freedom, then how many more people in your life would like to have this? Please uh, share it with your heart. And uh, we look forward to having you on the next podcast. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. Love you all. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.